Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the Explicit Measures podcast with Tommy, Seth, and Mike. Hello, everyone. Good Hi, morning, Mike. So, uh, how's everybody doing today? Uh, we are jumping into a early pre-recorded podcast, so we're jumping in with one of these. So, just FYI, this is a pre-recorded episode. We've got people traveling around, so that's why these are recorded. However, we hope you still enjoy the conversation. We still put our best foot forward when we're when we're not really doing it live. There's always a conversation to be had, and if we were one of those like, man, they're not live, so I don't want to do it the conversation. We still somehow get an amazing community on our YouTube thread, mostly because they don't know it's not going to be live, and they're there anyways. Or, or maybe it's just the idea that they don't really need us, like <laughs> <laughs> to have a good conversation, <laughs> <laughs> to have a good time, to talk about Power BI. We're not really needed. We're actually just no. an, a random excuse for people to get together and talk about Power BI. Right. You know, somehow the harmonics of the three different voices are great background uh, to having good conversation that happens in a chat. <laughs> It'll be funny. Yeah. About. If we, if we go back and review this and they're like talking nothing about the topic for today, they're like, everyone's like talking about something totally random. <laughs> all the time. That's totally actually, different. Yeah. That's actually true. Even even when we are live, that's actually actually happening a lot. Uh, We're having well, sidebar I mean, conversations. The nice, the nice thing with pre-recorded episodes is we stay on track, right? Because oh, there right. is no, there's no influx of, true. oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> that's true. It's true. And we always know when one of us is looking at the chat when it's like, what do you think? Huh? Oh, yeah, well, I agree with Seth. It, I, I will, I will, yeah. Uh, how, what do you guys think? <laughs> it's that lob, the softball lob uh, over to somebody else. I can, I can tell when you guys aren't listening to me, which is every time I open my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. I just wait for someone in the chat to say, What a great comment, Seth. And I go, Okay, I'm gonna... <laughs> I love it. Oh, it's great. It's usually like, you know. Uh, someone in the chat was saying, "Seth dropping the knowledge bomb." Okay, I need to pay attention to what Seth is saying yeah. here. I gotta, I gotta quickly. quickly uh, oh, you guys have that labeled, right? It, yeah, it's it's around the twenty-five to thirty-minute window. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Welcome to the conversation, Seth. Right. Yep, yep. Thanks, thanks for joining us now. <laughs> yes, knowledge bomb goes on the T-shirt too. By the uh, way, that we're still waiting to create knowledge bomb. Knowledge bomb game changer. I I, I, I think knowledge bomb is a good idea. I don't think it's a good idea to fly with that T-shirt on, though. I think that one might not go very well. well Anything with all the, oh, let's that word in it, probably not a good idea. It. Yeah, I don't think you want to wear any word with the bomb on the T-shirt to the airport. Just how about Seth dropping the knowledge bomb? Still, no, no. I think now that you're way, just, no. now you're just dragging no. Seth into the problem. I think right. I think it's just not making it any be better. Part of your problem. Exactly. <laughs> Who's that Seth guy? And why is he bombing uh, my he plane? The guy from Breaking Bad. No, no, I no. That helps hurts. That is not appropriate. I don't think you can have that kind of thing okay. on there. <laughs> um, so let's jump into our topic for today. Our topic for today is uh, we're actually going to do a little bit of a maybe it's a derivation or a deviation. I guess would be deviation would be the right word. A deviation away from what we've been typically talking about. We've been talking a lot about fabric and theory and kind of just you know how Power BI works with our environments. We're actually going to focus in. We've we've done a, a number of these in the past where we're focusing kind of on a specific feature or a thing of Power BI and just kind of discuss or talk about what's occurring on that particular feature. So today we're going to talk a bit more around tooltips in Power BI and just kind of going over what are they, how do we like to use them, and just maybe some of our experiences around where have we found good use cases for tooltips and maybe where we would not want to use tooltips. So maybe just kind of our general experience around uh, applications for the tooltip feature. Tommy, give us a quick overview. Um, I know you and I have talked a lot about 
tooltips kind of in the past and kind of beat up some ideas there. Just kind of give us what is a tooltip and, and where do we put it in the reports and what does it do for us? Tooltips are a visual-based representation of other metrics in a particular visual, allowing you whenever you hover over a particular data point to give you context on that. If you had, for example, sales and you want to see sales year to date, quarter to date, and month to date, rather than creating multiple visuals, all you have to do is hover over, add these to that particular visual, and you can see for a particular category those particular numbers. So this is more of an action. Hold on, hold on. I can't. You can't. You can't just blow by that. What? That was like Tommy GPT. It did sound I'm like Tommy reading, GPT. Tell me, tell me about and and I know you were. I wanted to train. I was amazed. You just you needed the training mode. I went into training mode. Wow. Thank you. Well done, Tommy. Thank you. It, it did sound like you were re you were literally reading off of something, know, but it wasn't. Right? It was like, just. I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> oh, file found. <laughs> like load that one in. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, Tommy just matrixed us. I think I believe is what it, it was happened. A different voice. It was a art. Am I being deep faked right now? Yeah, Tommy's not even here. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm doing my best. I'm not even going to lie to like, if I can do this where Mike doesn't have to add extra things so it makes Man, sense I'm for everybody else. Super, super impressed. Tommy. I think That's I was right. clear. Right. That's great. Sorry. I need to, I need to find that. I need to channel this. I, I feel bad that I feel bad that you think I'm the one who adds random comments in there. I, just, <laughs> no, I feel like. Oh I, man! Have you listened to the past recording? <laughs> true statement. I love you, but <laughs> true truth, Tommy. Truth. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I just maybe times, a lot of I, times, Mike. I ask you to do it because I'm like, yeah, that's not making sense. Filter it, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like. I guess I think things very outside the box sometimes, and sometimes I come at things from very w different angles. Maybe is why I come in with a little bit of a different item there. Excellent. Anyway, sorry. Tommy, great description. Mike, you were going somewhere and I interrupted you. I totally forgot what that was. Um, <laughs> Don't ask me to do it again. Nope, that's that's good. So tooltips are helping you add more context to what you're building in your reports. Exactly. I mean, that's, that's how I would look at your summary that you made there, Tommy. It's giving you additional data points, things you wouldn't normally see, exposing some additional information for a, a hover action on your report. Now, I, I think maybe where I was going now that I'm I'm saying this out loud is the point I was going to make was tooltips are a, there are things that you have to click on in desktop. Like you're clicking on a bar, things change. You, you interact with the header tooltips or the header buttons on the top, drill up, drill down, drill through, right? Those are all action-based clickable things. The tooltips is kind of one of the few things that are hoverable. And just by putting your mouse over top of something, you hover it and then the tooltip appears. So if you have a chart or you have a table, it gives you some additional context to what that hovered item is. Um, the only other visual that I'm aware of that has a, another like hover type feature would be the button. I think there's actually a button and you can control some interactions of like when you hover the button, what does it do style-wise when it changes or not? Yeah. Is there anything else that I'm missing that has a hover feature, like it has a hovering capability yeah. to it? The um the funnel icon on the header the header tooltips so you, there's the data point tooltips but then there's a, the header visual tooltips for example the funnel icon the drill up drill down that's what i just said the but funnel those, one does and so does the helper one so if you have that little question mark if you want context oh so if you if you, if you hover the helper item in the tool in the tool header items it will automatically hover and apply that you don't actually have to click that one to get in there, right? right? And that's okay. the same with the font, the filter one. That makes sense. Yeah, and that's that's a feature on every single visual, right? Every visual no, gets that you have one. To enable that. 
You, but I mean, every visual would have that feature if you turned it on and wrote something in there. Per visual. You have to add a per visual. Or it's a part of your theme. I think what I'm saying, though, is every visual could be part of that hovering oh. option if you added the text in there. Like, it's... Yeah. And I, I'm just making sure I knew all the different places where things hover. Yeah. So I guess this would then, for me, brings in the question of, you know, where where would we want to use this? What would be some good practical examples of where you've applied tooltips that make sense for you? And reports that maybe you've built or things that you've observed or other reports that you've seen across the interwebs of where do you see tooltips making sense? So I'll start off with one example. Um, there is, when we started building these things called layouts and scrims, I think we had this one called Cool Blue. And inside Cool Blue, we had... I believe it was like categories or something in a bar chart. And then from those categories, there was a time series that was related to each yeah. object or, you know, you know, call it, um, you know, different products. Right. Uh, and I think there's, there's a, there's a data set that comes out of Power BI desktop automatically. It has like products that are like Amarillo and some other, you know, random words that they put in there as a product name. And then if you hover those, you actually have a time series that could show you over time, what does that time series look like? So you could see the bar chart. You could then, okay, let's look at this one particular bar. Let's add additional time bound data points to that particular data point. And so um, one thing that I think of when I, when I look at charts is, okay, what is my position? And then is there a direction component to this? And so Power BI doesn't really make it very easy to make a side-by-side -side chart or a chart that actually shows you like the position elements and directional elements all at the same time. Um, you can add like a tooltip on things. I mean, a, 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 a what they call it, it's a, it's a measure driven label, data label. You can add a measure driven data label that can do some things there. But in reality, there's really no way of, of actually showing that. So I felt like it was an okay example of, I have a list of categories that are in a bar chart. I wanna show a trend of that category over time. When I hover it, it shows some things there as well. Do you guys have any other examples of Areas where you've applied tooltips? I feel like I want to keep it a little standard. So you're talking about the report page tooltips, where I have another visual inside of a visual, right? Well, it, it could be that, or it could be you know the the there's two two there's two types of tooltips, right? So I was you're right. I was referring about like the more advanced setup of a tooltip, where I make a separate page in the report. That separate page has some information, like a, another visual or two on it. And what happens is when you hover that bar, it gives you a contextual, you know, it's, it's a, the, con the filter context is passed to that visual and then the visual shows. Yes. So, I mean, the basic standard setup, and as basic as you can get for those who never heard of it, just add other metrics to that tooltip pane. And that, I use that all the time. We've talked about this as well, where I have a lot of uh, visuals that are rate representations looking at someone above and be over 85 percent or 15 percent having these targets but that's not very helpful unless you know the volume so using conditional formatting to show the gradient of highest to lowest darker mm -hmm. color to lighter color helping the user going over that and then seeing okay well here's the total volume and here's some additional numbers that represent that so interesting it, and that helps too because it's hard you have no idea as a user to know what to look at in a tooltip so the color helps them oh well this one's darker so let me see more information about it yeah yeah that makes total sense i like that Seth, I, any, I, any places where you have seen them you, kind of work you, well the only the only well, not best use case i agree with yours 
right? I've used them in the bar chart scenario where I want to show that category over time or yep. something, right? Yep. Because the, you know, bar chart, it is at a point in time. And if I want to see, you know, a, a, where was it at in the last three months or, you know, what, whatever the case may be, I've used it in those cases. <clears throat> you know, I've done that too. I feel, I, I want to kind of touch on that one. Is this a little hard to do or have you gotten feedback from that one? Uh, I've tried that in various different ways, but to provide enough information for a user with that trending and making the tooltip larger and trying to add additional information like uh, other cards on top of it. So have let you, me... Yeah. Let me hang. I want to hang on that question yeah, one minute because yeah. I think that's the right next question. I want to add mm -hmm. one more just data okay. point here around tooltips in general, and then I want to get right back to your question because yeah. I, I do have a, I have feedback for this one. I think this is where the feature potentially needs to mature or change slightly based on what I've heard people asking about it. So there's the tooltip where we have the a, a visual or something appearing, and typically the, those visual based tooltips take up more landscape. There's usually mm -hmm. a bigger like it's it's literally covering the rest of the page. Uh, it does interact interestingly with your mouse because as you move your mouse across, it does change for each bar. While I think it's a very cool feature and I definitely have had some requests to build that and add that to some reports, I think it's minimal in value uh, of, of, a val of a feature add. I think more often where I would put tooltips right now is making sure that when I hover a bar, I'm just adding data fields into the tooltip option for that visual and then i'm just seeing you know it's this category it's this total it's this percent change over time and your x number percent towards a goal or some kind of value right so it'd be something like adds a little bit more context but that's a, a window that can appear on top of your visual that's much smaller mm -hmm. and it's much less obtrusive of what's going on another tooltip that i've seen people use is adding additional text boxes inside that visual and then when you hover a table you can see row by row items in the table. So the other one I'm thinking here recently is if you've ever watched or, or used the release manager from Power BI. So the, or the release management tool, I think Alex Powers built it. It pulls data from the website and then it refreshes and then it has a table where you can hover each released feature by month. And then there's a little bit like additional description that goes along with it. I feel like when the tooltips are in a table, it becomes less relevant for me because I have a harder time clicking on things inside the table. I can't, I want to see what's in the table. I want to click the link. I want to click on items in the table. And if there's data points in the rows of what the tooltip is covering, I lose some context there and don't really love it. How often are you guys applying tooltips to a report page? Ooh, that's another great question. Yeah. So, well, I, I do also want to go back to Tommy's question. So let's, let's hit that one first, Seth, and then go yeah. back to Tommy's here. I would say for me, when they came out or when I was playing with it, I probably used them a lot more. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm much less using a visual-based tooltip because I think it obstructs too much of the user's view on what is occurring inside the report. I think a lot of people like the idea or the look of it, like, oh, wow, that's amazing. You can do this extra thing on top of the visual, but I, I don't have many requests now, nor do I put that into many reports at this point in time. So I would say... How many reports do I have? Almost never now. It's it's very rare that I'm putting those in. I hate to say this, but for training all the time. Right? It's a feature. Just <laughs> show up at like advanced. Yeah. Yeah, but practical. Yeah, no, yeah. Practical I don't. I really don't. I, I'll use it to experiment on sometimes, but I can't remember the last time for a client report. 
I've, I've truly utilized that in a, in a helpful or like really put in a production report. See, I can, I can, and neither have I, which is yeah. why I asked the, but I think it's twofold. I don't, I think it's useful. And in that Tommy, to your point, uh, can you add an additional element or data point that's not in a, in a line chart, for example, right? You ho hover over and <clears throat> if you're, uh, calculations and, and what you're looking at in the visual, this is just an add-on mm -hmm. that's really helpful to understand as you're navigating, okay, what is my, you know, number going up and down over time. And then the tooltip enhances that yes. a bit. Um, the challenge is, is both what I think you nailed too, Mike, is, is this visual pop-up, right? That starts to obstruct a lot more of you, what you're interacting with as an end user, mm -hmm. which is which is why like one of the first comments I made I put together when we were doing this episode was I think this is a, even even if it was used widely, I think this is a very advanced feature. I would agree for for end users yes. because it it completely disrupts for the most part right like line charts right like you're you're hover most people aren't hovering to see something. Mm -hmm. A lot of the drive and direction that we're we're engaging with customers is, you know, click on the bar chart and see the other visuals change. So in the even in the use case where I have a bar chart and I want to see things over time, yeah, I, t I typically have a line chart that shows everything over time. And if you want to filter and slicer it, like sli <laughs> slicer it, slice mm -hmm. it, you know, I click on the bar chart. You want to see that category and that one alone, boom. Now you have like yeah. a, pa a page where you don't have things popping off and on, which I think creates a conflicting experience to some degree where you can have all the elements on a page in visual format to digest as you want, as opposed to a tooltip that like hovers there while you're over a bar. And then yeah. like, how do you get that same... You know, how does that correlate with something else when this yes. object is now obstructing it? You know, Correct. That kind of thing. Yes. I, I do want to put a caveat there for standard based tooltips. That's a basically a requirement requirement requirement. requirement. <laughs> yeah, that's an easy word. It's a requirement for me every time now for anything mm -hmm. in that context. And the a few instances where the report based tooltip makes sense is honestly a table of very like a high level categorical information. To have it like almost like a yes or no context, but from a visual point of view, like a bar chart, a line, any like a tree map, I rarely have found any value unless there's an actual number in that tooltip. Mm -hmm. The other thing I think I find when I'm building, if I'm building visual based tooltips, again, this is to your question, Tommy, what, what are things I don't like about it? One thing I don't like about it is if you don't design your tooltip to be very limited in data, meaning you can't put a table in the tooltip. The tooltip is not scrollable. You can't interact with the tooltip. There's nothing. There's nothing yeah. going on there. You better have so you've four made categories, that. right? Yeah. You've got. You've got to really meter the information that's coming from yeah. the tooltip and making sure that okay, the tooltip is only going to show me this little tiny subset of information. Now, again, I'm not sure. Again, I haven't played with a lot of other data tools, right? So I couldn't tell you what Tableau does. I couldn't tell you what Click does. I'm sure they have some level of tooltipping things that they can also do, but I'd also be curious just to kind of get like a baseline of if we look at other data tools that are doing tooltip type things, I feel like making the tooltip more interactive would be a value add to users or other things, potentially thinking like 
again, where my head goes with this, right? If you had a larger text box, if you have a table that has more than three or four items, right? What will happen is on the tooltip, it will show and you'll see a scroll bar for the table. And the user does not get to interact with that scroll bar. You can't put your cursor yeah. back into the tooltip yeah. and yeah. scroll the information, right? So again, being very clear here, when you have those visual based tooltips, you are limited by what's visible on that screen. So you're picking bar charts, line charts, stuff in there that will, you know, that will always fit the size of that window. But I could imagine Can an interesting option where, oh, sorry, go ahead. Zed. No, 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 no. Continue with the idea. I was going to say, I could imagine a place where you start making that more interactive. Imagine if the table was there. What if there was a maximize button on the tooltip and you could, you know, hover something, see the tooltip and the tooltip would increase in size. You could then work with the data in that tooltip, scroll the table, see the KPIs, right? Maybe something like that would work. Or maybe it's a direct, maybe there's a, an option that there's a button on the tooltip that takes you to the details of a page based on the filter context of what you've hovered, right? So there, there could be some other interactions that would be on top of it that I think might be helpful. But I think, again, for right now, the way I see it today, yes, I'm with you, Tommy. I will always teach the tooltip and how to build a visual-based tooltip. I don't think it's hard to make. The implications of in real world, do I build those things? I do not. And I think that's one of the reasons I do not. Yeah, and those are those are the points of frustration, though, that I've I've had and heard when implementing tooltips with mm -hmm. end users is mm -hmm. it's showing me the element it's showing me the bit of information I want. Yes. I can't I can't snag it. I can't yes. grab it. it mm -hmm. It's just in that hover action. So I agree, Mike. Like if there's some sort of ability to freeze mm -hmm. sure, tool like, but now like that gets squirrely if you're thinking. Very squirrely. Because right? because it's a hover thing. So yes. now my cursor is just hovering over these objects. Mm -hmm. now, how do I how do I engage the tooltip to do something right? Yes. Like yes, you freeze it, drill like use it as a drill through, mm -hmm. right? Because it, especially if you're doing a report page like report page tooltip is the assumption here, right? Like you yes. have a visual that's showing, but then what is that experience? Because your your page can't be limited to that size, like where you drill to should yep. be the full full visual or a blown yes. up or like how do they uh, one of the big mistake areas that I, I was just making it on before you went down this route is that table one. Yes. Show, show a table. You can't yes. scroll it. Yep. You're going to show information that somebody's going to want to extract or snap or do something with. Or yeah, or yeah, export. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's where if, if they unified potentially the drill through capability on top of, a, you know, tool this, tips, this tool tip ish yeah. or have yeah. some sort of like, Hey, here's the visibility and I can take action on it, then I could see an interesting use case of like, oh, okay, well, maybe maybe this is a better drill through, right? Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know. Well, I feel like we're all generally smart people here, right? We like to find solutions. Speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm not speaking for me. <laughs> but, um, you, and if you don't guys don't mind, even before we go through like what things we'd like to see, I am sure the two of you have thought of other ways or ingenious ways, like even alternatives that may not be the best for util trying to utilize that tooltip feature. And I'll kind of give an example here and maybe I'll kind of kick it off. Sure. So things that have actually genuinely helped. I haven't implemented this fully, but I will greatly expand the size of the tooltip page and I'll make it much more either vertical or horizontal. So it does take up a lot more space, but 
that normal, I never use the normal tooltip size because you can't put a visual uh, trending in there to actually provide something contextual. Any other bar chart, it's like, okay, something's larger than the other. But if I make it large enough and I I do create like report or tooltip specific metrics Mm -hmm. or either a table or just kind of highlight a yes or no, basically that's when I found they actually work well. But again, going back to everyone's point, I still want to see some updates to it, but that's an alternative for me. I like that idea. I think I think making the not using the standard size. I think the standard size is I can't. Yeah. And I also I think I would also agree with you, Tommy, there. Anywhere in desktop, whenever there are default features, I mean the Microsoft team needs to be very careful about what they send out as default features. Because I think a lot of parts of the tool just never make it out of the default features. Like the number of reports I see in sixteen by nine, the size of the page never changes. It's oh, like every report I see is always yeah. 16 by nine. No one ever gets creative. The first with the thing song. I do is change the page size. Right? <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> yeah. And there's also, there's also little tricks you can go along with that as well, right? So if you want the page size, if you want the page size, if you want to put more information on a page, you're like, oh man, this font size doesn't go small enough. Like you would want this font size to go really small. But if you need more space on a page for visuals, especially when I'm doing like a data quality kind of report, I need more, I need more landscape. I want, mm-hmm. I want a bigger canvas. So I keep forget, even I forget, oh, I can just go modify the page size and just make it big. So if I'm doing a data quality kind of report, I have this massive page and then the visuals can get much smaller. And now I have zoom in, zoom out. So if I need to work in on a, per- a certain portion of the report, I can and zoom back out and get back and forth on things like that. Yeah, I, I would agree with that one. I think that's a big miss. Um, and I like the idea of going, Think about it. Think about how you want your report to look, right? If you if it's long information or is it wide information, right. and then changing the tooltip to fit that accordingly. A line chart or a bar chart over time would make a lot more sense if it was like a longer, wider thing. Yeah. Versus a, another tooltip. Another uh, observation that I have found that has worked well for me is taking like a card or something that dynamically selects the selected value that you're hovering over. So. When, that way, when you hover the object of the data bar, you get some like additional context things inside yeah. the, the top portion of that tooltip, right? Yeah. Hey, you selected product is this, you know, total value is this, percent change was this as a, you know, 10% of target, and then the line chart below. So you get a little bit more contextual pieces of what That's you're what act- actually yeah. selecting. And I believe now the new cards, right, of support tooltips. Yes, so that's another the the new the card new I guess that's the name of it for right now. Card, okay. That's interesting naming schema, but okay, fine. Uh, so we have a card and we have card, you know, parentheses new. That one actually does support tooltips because the old one did not. So you can't hover those things. So that I do think is very relevant. I think a tooltip around a single data point is probably more valuable than hovering a bar chart potentially or even hovering a um, a line chart or something else that's going on there as well. I like those options as well. I'd like to see, I mean, I think one of the things that would be very helpful, I think to me, is more ease around inside that tooltip. You know, we're always trying to indicate, you know, things are green, things are red, things are good, things are bad, right? So that high level editing of things. I think it would be nice for desktop in general, and this is maybe more of a general comment, to make it easier for us to identify styles that indicate success or or not good things, right? For example, imagine you have a bar chart and you have some indicator around, you know, when you hover that item, you're able, you're able to identify that data point and you're quickly giving us 
you know, the whole back of the card is red or green, right? You're, you're, you're dynamically changing the entire style of that card all at once. Yes, it's very much, you can do it today. You build a bunch of measures, you can add different colors, you can style all that stuff using DAX today. I just wish it was a little bit easier to make that and implement that because that way as you're hovering these data points or looking at things against goals, it would be easier for you to very quickly indicate which things are successful or not. You know, you're making me think, Mike, about not so much the feature, but what would be what is the purpose from a consumer point of view? And I think you're kind of getting right into the the heart of it. Like if I'm a consumer, what do mm -hmm. I need to find? Generally speaking, what are those use cases where I'm a tooltip would be helpful? Like what am I trying to explore? So it's kind of like taking the yes. the, the philosophical elm and I I have like a report I'm looking at right it's now. It's the why. The why. why is this here? Right. Why is this here and why, like, what action am I trying to take? I'm looking at a report right now that I have I actually use it for myself and I have a tooltip in it. And it's, hmm? Ironically, it's probably the only report I have in production that has a tooltip. Yep. And it's, the idea here is, I mean, I'm looking at this and it's really providing me like four or five different numbers for a category, but, or one yep. metric for a category, but it's basically, okay, I'm looking at, Group A, I want to see, you know, the subcategories, whether or not they're above or below, up and yep. down kind of thing. And yep. that's it. So I don't have to click on anything else. I, right. It's basically what could be a, a interactive filter mode just within it. But feels it, like I, you're doing something like an, a, a kind of like a, a an explain the increase or an explain the decrease. It's very kind yeah. kind of thing, that, but with similar. a tooltip. Right. Yeah. But I why is this the bar up? Why is this bar down based upon these couple categories? Right. And that's but, where... That's where tooltips make a ton of sense. If if they can provide you enough information for what that enhances, wants. well, just enhances yeah. the data point that you're looking at, yes. right? And it's not. I, I think the trip up sometimes mm. is where you start providing other information that is going to drive you in a different direction, as mm -hmm. a, as opposed to the tooltip closing out what you would be asking about the hover, right? Like to your point, Tommy, if if I'm looking at the metric and these four other tooltip things saying, you know, up, down, left, right, whatever the case may be. Yep. And that's as far as you go, then that makes sense to me. Right. right? Because then it's like, oh, I would always want to look at these four things if I'm looking at this metric, tooltip it. I think where 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 it goes maybe not as useful or off the rails is where you start opening the doors to other types of yeah. analysis in the tooltip where people are like, oh, well now I want to know this and you're stuck because that, and maybe that's where yeah. we're, we're, we were going down with like the drill through and like, I still want to do analysis and like maybe that is another avenue for it. But you know, maybe, maybe in the context of a successful use of tooltips, it is, it should be the bookends, right? Like it it's just gonna, yeah. it's just gonna provide the supporting last bits of information you would want to know about hovering on that thing. Well, let's just support the main KPI. I think that's a really good point. If you're trying to use a tooltip to show something, another like uh, metric or some, another category, just separate, like a more discovery point of view, not so much supporting the overall purpose of that, mm -hmm. like the KPI yeah. or why something's there, then it doesn't make sense. It's really hard to get any information there. But if I'm looking at something like, wow, that's really high. And I visual go over the tooltip and it's like, okay, here's the things that are below. Okay, good. Now I know. Right. But when you're trying to go to another self-discovery, that's, that makes it really hard in that content and that size. Hmm. 
I'm pulling up in desktop here just to make sure I confirm some things in my head. Did did something change with tooltips? Is I thought I thought tooltips were on by default, potentially on certain visuals, like the table is what I was thinking potentially. I feel like they've turned that off by default now, or has it always been off by default? Yeah, it's always been off on a table. On a table, okay. Yeah. So tables are always it's just other are other visuals ever is it ever on by default on other visuals or no? It's usually not. I think it's always standard tooltip unless you um, manually set it to a report page tooltip. Manual set it. To, okay. Okay. So it is, it is. Um, so unless you're, if you're adding a data point to a tooltip, it's kind of like you'll get it by default. It will be yeah. on, yes. but in visuals that don't have it, for example, it, there is no field well for a table that says these are the data points that are tooltip based. So therefore that one's oh. off by default. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, is even saying there? You have to manually put it, but yeah, in the, okay. the tooltip, you said these metrics. But. Yeah, I, I'm just trying to make sure that there's no change in that behavior there. But okay, that was something I wasn't aware of. Is trying to get my head around some of that. So where where do we see tooltips going? And and I liked your idea there, Seth, talking about like the tooltip is. It's kind of like, it's kind of like the the period at the end of the sentence. If it can't be that period, if it can't be that final statement that says, yep, we're done. This is the this is the complete analysis. Because once you get to a tooltip, you're kind of done digging for analysis. Right. It, it's not going to take you anywhere beyond what it shows you. Is there any alternatives or other things that, you would change to that? Well, but that 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 is that's that's the 30 minute idea. Right. <laughs> Oh yeah, Seth. Like, yeah, these should be bookends, right? And I think even in our earlier examples, I probably wasn't utilizing them correctly because if I start showing things over time, I'm always going to have questions. I'm always going to have like, True. oh, that's an interesting point. Like, I'm going to go look at that further. So, in terms of like, how do we, how do you enhance the tooltip? I guess it's the the use case, particularly, right? So if mm -hmm. if the primary use case right now is to put bookends on something or a period, then how would you enable which how you would you enable other use cases and the one i think we outlined was i'm going to want to drill into whatever you're showing me in some yes. way shape or form so that would be like freezing the tooltip or allowing you to use it as a drill through to a different you know page or visual mm -hmm. the other interesting thought in, in here is like tooltips make a lot more sense in in a visual like would make more sense in a in an expanded view where all I'm looking at is the visual, and then I have a lot more real estate to look at a a, a report page tooltip. Um, but I would I would definitely want that kind of take me into experience where it's almost like the gateway to other further analysis, yeah. right? Like yes, it, it'd be interesting um, because oh, man. It's interesting because it's almost like a wind a windowed experience of like oh I'm going to show you this this tooltip yes. that's going to take you here and and then you'll have a different report page experience as opposed to trying to do that with buttons and bookmarks on on the report page or taking people from one, one report page to another. Yep. Um I do find it that that would be an interesting one just as I'm like hovering I I see the visual, right? And that's the benefit of it mm -hmm. where I'm 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 tweaking an experience of what I'm already giving you on a report page and enhancing it, you know, as I'm, as I'm just spewing words, okay, what would it's be good. really, what would be really interesting, I think is um, to test out utilizing tooltips for uh, kind of like advanced visuals. Hmm. Can I, like, uh, like, like toggle on and off. 
Oh. That'd be interesting. What if? Okay, that no. So that's, so here, if I have a visual, what that's where I'm fun, going with this. What would be fun is if I had an experience where, which you could create with bookmarks, right? I have your base level. Yep. But then I have an enhanced mode where, like, I give you the visual experience with that tooltip that shows you like some visual you're not used to right mm -hmm. or it drills in and gives you some context to um oh a a much harder to understand visualization that then i could look at i could drill in and look at oh an example would be oh whoa i'm um no it's um so what would well, be it, an example let me jump into what your your idea there is let me see if i can materialize your idea and i'm visualizing that's what you're saying you're saying a thing and i'm like i'm in my mind i'm like picking up on this going oh this would be cool so I'm going to just say something and you guys react to it. Let me know if I'm kind of like on okay. base with your idea, Seth. I could be totally way off here. So a lot of times people tell me, I want to see this bar chart or I want to see this as a table. And so a hover tooltip of a button on the right-hand side. So I'm, I'm envisioning like there's potentially a chart in front of you, right? And then maybe on the right-hand side or somewhere around that, you're actually adding two or three other buttons, you know, as table, as chart as line chart as whatever or compare oh. to goal compared to whatever and so when i hover oh. them oh. it would basically it have the visual and i could hover that and say okay this hover tooltip is hovering and it's going to show me a tooltip of that chart as if it was rendered as a tree map a line chart or hey take this very simple again because a lot of i think well, a lot of times what we're doing with users is we're trying to get them Here's a visual in front of you. The data culture may not allow us to be able to show them this bar chart with an added line for target, right? So show this bar chart, but now show this bar chart with a target attached. Now show this bar chart as a line chart now, or here's here's all the categories over time. So you're, you're showing the categorical x-axis, and you maybe in that way you're saying the tooltips are now showing different possibility visual features previewing them and then if you click the button it then does a bookmark where it switches the visual out for you and now you've got that visual as the the, the portion of that thing does that make sense you might be thinking something I, different but that's kind of how i interpreted what you said seth that's that's that's, that's cool yeah let me build on this yeah build on this because i think i got something that's fire okay or fire something. fire you need two things right now in a visual or in the power bi service report that scrolls, but we have no control over. So it's kind of a riddle. Yes. I mean, it's, a it's a scrollable object in the tooltip thing. In, in a visual that you can interact with that, or the report, you can scroll, but we have no control over. You can scroll, but have no control over. Yeah, I mean, you don't click, I mean, you can't click anything in there, but it's a scrollable object. Or yeah, it would scroll can, for you, no, or you we just kind of- I can't control what it shows. Yeah. It's auto-generated. But I have no control over it. So this is like my riddle across the bridge. But this is true. So what is the value proposition? I'm not sure no, if I follow the value. It's something that already exists. It's, it's not something? Two it's different already, visuals yes. or objects. This that already exists in Power some, BI. We have show no you something, but you can't scroll? You can scroll. This allows us to scroll. But the author has no control what it shows. Uh, the format pane, because it's literally... Hard, hard to work with. It's published. Yeah, right. Yeah, that too. <laughs> when it's already published, give me a, vi a visual right now. I have no control of what this will show. Oh, it's all those AI generated ones. It's yes. it's now it's it's the you know um. So what you're talking? Insights? 
Yeah, so I like I can look at the automatic insights or I can look at the anomaly detection or like I literally I can do those things, right? It shows me things about it's doing some analysis for me, but I don't really get it. I can tweak it a little bit, but I can't really do anything with it. So the automated insights, if I can either do this on a report page or it show what I really like yeah. is it will open a pane to the side and I can scroll that. But I have no control over what those insights are. That if I have, we've talked about the no ability to scroll. If I want to add more context for a user, I want my visual tooltip rather than expanding into a new page, which takes me out of the context of the page. Sure. One of the tooltip is to support whatever I'm looking at. Yes. Open a new pane to the side with visuals that I can add to there or the things that you're talking about. Rather than having buttons, I can have all those metrics there on an expanded page or on the same page just as a pane. So you're saying you would want the experience to shift the report page and and display a different pane. Display a pane of all the supporting things. I really love, even the analyze by can be helpful sometimes, yes. but I don't control it. Yeah, I'm looking at the, you know, find where this distribution is different. Mm-hmm. So I, I it, let me let me re let me rearticulate what I'm hearing you saying your in your comment there, Tommy. So maybe that'll help me understand what you're thinking through. All right. So today in the experience right now, I can right click and say analyze this thing and show me where it's different. Mm -hmm. What I would like to do is potentially give context to if you're looking at why this is different. These are the kind of charts I would want to show you that would tell you why this is different. Right. right? Explain it if you're using an explaining type tool. This is the stuff that we care about. Like, don't tell me where the week number is 52 because it's the largest week number in the whole year. Week ID and day correlate. You know, yes. I don't, I don't really like focus on like, you know, if, if there's an AI generated thing, Hey computer, you know, Hey power BI focus on these six columns. These are what we care about. Right. These columns are important to me. If you're in the service, click on automated insights. I love how it supports everything, but it doesn't take away from what you're trying to do. And if I'm in desktop right now doing the yeah. same thing saying, you know, it's basically saying, well, automated insights doesn't exist in the desktop. Well, no, I'm talking about oh, analyze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find where this distribution is. Right. It's a little bit different. So it's like find yeah. where this distribution is different. So there's an analyze feature in desktop. Right. And it runs some maths and says, right. oh, okay, on this, you know, whatever. And I have a really simple data set. On this day, these categories are different. And here's how right. different they were. So you can see like, okay, here's what normal things should look like. What you're looking on this one is, oh, on this particular data point, you can see the bars. Here's your normal distribution line. Here's these lines as overlaid against this and say, oh, wow, this is very different on this. Like, for example, I have a bunch of categories and it has on on Saturday, these two categories are like almost next to nothing. These right. other two categories are extremely large. So this doesn't fit the normal distribution of things. It's showing you patterns there. It's like an automated insights, but with drill through. So I have... The categories only choose these categories if there's something available. But the point again is rather than expanding the page, which you might as well just have drilled through at this point, you want to keep the user in the experience. I love the one on the right hand side, the the UI of the automated insights. Interesting. Hmm. I didn't think of it that way, but I like that one too. And these are all really good ideas for tooltips. So are we starting on product or are we submitting a I think this is, uh, we're just going to take this, I we're take these ideas and we're just going to make an ideas.powerbay.com and we're just going to put the link to the video and say, just do this about minute, 
you know, 43. Uh, go go to minute 43, listen to what we're talking about, and just make one of those things happen. I think this, these are good ideas. I think this would really help part of that user experience. Um, in all of these new ideas we're talking about here, there's a nagging mm-hmm. voice in the back of my head saying, whatever we do, whatever happens with tooltips and however they change, whatever Microsoft does, whatever we come up with ideas, at the end of the day, there's always this hurdle to the end user. The report consumer. It's a great right. place to, yeah. And I think, I think this, this is a universal thought across everything Power BI does. doesn't matter what it is. Drill up, drill down, drill through all the different features in a visual. Like everything you build in a report needs to have some sort of like visual language with it. And I really do think for, for users who've never touched Power BI, like it takes a little bit of time to get used to how it works and, and how it's different. It, it is a, my opinion i keep thinking it's a data application you don't you, you don't see people building software applications where they're just like all right world here you go and don't ever let people tell them like what the software is doing so i think in the same way as us as report designers again if i'm looking back at all the reports i've built all the things that are helpful i think one of the most helpful things to drive adoption to encourage people to use features that you think are cool is to really go through at a more detailed level in the report and explain here's why we did what we did how can i convey the mindset of the report author into the report consumer whether that be with videos whether it be instructional things a a write-up a tutorial like whatever the things are i think it's helpful for you to produce something of value to that end user consumer and think about how they will use what you built and everything we're talking here for tooltips is just adding one more thing to that list of all right, well, we're going to, have to teach them how to do this. And it's, it, it, it has to be as intuitive as possible. That's kind of where my thought goes. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that the more you enhance, uh, like adding report page tooltips, right? It, it's another thing that you have to train yes. end users on um, and, and making sure that it's the right use case. And I think that would be something I would use with more advanced users who have been looking at reports for a while. I would enhance, it would be an enhancement later on. I don't think I would lead with a report anymore for new users. And I would even ask, who's, who's the audience of this report? How long have they been using Power BI? Are they very comfortable with it or are they not? If they're not very comfortable with it, I would like, mm, we probably, we should probably simplify it a bit more. Let's just make a couple very simple things. Let's just get them using the filter pane. Let's just get them using personalized bookmarks. Let's start yeah. there. And then we'll we'll work we'll work from there and build into it. Okay, here's what tooltips can do, because now you can actually have a language about your reports. The buttons are all styled the same way. It's the language is similar. That way, whenever a report you walk into, it's not this different thing every single time I look at it. I think we're going to the heart of the the argument here, right? Where it's not so much about a report page tooltip not providing context. Is a lot of users don't even know that a standard tooltip exists. I would agree. And the same thing with drilling up or down. It makes a little sense, but it's still, you know, it's not as intuitive from a user point of view if you never touched it or even an intermediate user. Yeah. It's not like, uh, it's not, a, um, what am I thinking, like front facing, so to speak. You need like this level of, I need to have empathy for my end user, right? Mm-hmm. I need to, how, as again, this is, I think, a challenge just for anyone who's a more skilled or more versed person. If you've been spending nine years with Power BI, you understand a lot of how it works. It just becomes, it's natural to you. I know what these icons are. I know that I have to put my cursor in the upper right-hand corner of a visual to get these icons. I just know it because I've been doing it so long. New users don't have that same comfort that we do. And so we have to continually put ourselves in the mindset of, I'm a new user. 
I've never seen this before. I don't know what's going on. What's important? What do I really care about? And how do I get that information to them without distracting them or overwhelming them and clicking like seven, eight, nine, ten. I mean, that's the same thing I hate about desktop, right? In desktop, Microsoft, make as few clicks as I possibly can do to do everything I want. And that's the danger of all these recommendations. Yeah, but at the same time, like that's the danger of all the, even some of the more things, uh, oh, we can do all this with tooltips kind of yeah. thing is, it's this hover experience. So are you, you going to start adding actions onto a hover thing? How would you stop the hover from happening? You exactly. Know, and now all of a sudden it's like, well, wait, before it was just a right click into yep. something. Now it's, yes. now it's what? Like how, hmm? so there's a lot of user UI experience kind of thing. It's hard. Get thrown into here and, and um, yep. It'll be interesting to see like, what what it what or if they do anything with it as they they yeah. rip through the new visualizations as i'm going through my report manifesto rules um i think rule number 12 is if unless you're telling an explicit story do not assume the user is going to self-discover i would agree and then i would i would also dovetail that with you know another best practice that i would say as well if you're doing something that's a bit more custom that's a bit less discoverable it requires training it requires something that goes along with the report. Here's something I need to teach you about how this works. Right. I love it. And I, yeah. Well, I think that's a good and, and good place to note here. We love the feature. I think it's good. I think there's a lot of opportunity for tooltips in the future. I hope you get some insights around some things that we do or not do uh, on tooltips and just being mindful. You, again, have empathy for your user who's consuming these features. Make sure they know uh, why it's cool, how it's adding value. And if, again, going back to uh, other conversations we've had about visual design, Tufty, right? Tuft. Uh, if if you have to add things on the page and it's not adding value to the end story, why put it there? Keep it simple. So with that, thank you all very much. We appreciate you listening to the podcast. I hope you found some value from today uh, talking about tooltips and things. If you haven't explored them, go check out the Microsoft documentation. We'll leave that in the description as well. Thank you all very much. And Tommy, where else can you find the podcast? You can find the podcast anywhere they exist, Apple, Spotify. Make sure to subscribe, leave a rating. If you have a topic, an idea, or a question you want us to talk about on the podcast, make sure to leave a mailbag at powerbi.tips slash the podcast. Finally, join the conversation live with our great community every Tuesday and Thursday, 7.30 a.m. Central. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time.